Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Jerry Bryant, and you're listening to Full Circle. Well, I don't know what's going on in your life right now. I hope all good stuff. But just in case you're feeling a little down, I've got some great news for you. Here's Brian Duncan, and help is on the way.
Brian Duncan with an encouraging word. Help is on the way. You know, he once confessed that although he was a preacher's kid, his spiritual walk had been a slow process. He said, I think music became a kind of salvation for me. It was a way of expressing my frustrations about feeling trapped. If I was angry, I could play rock and roll. That certainly expressed anger better than anything else. So in some ways, it was my saving grace. Whatever God chooses to use to show His grace. For some, it might be a movie or a book. And for others, it's music. This is Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. We're looking back to where today's contemporary Christian music began. Back to the day when they called it Jesus music. So, what was Jesus music? Stay tuned and I'll give you the definition and then some real live examples. On Full Circle, you'll hear one of the best-known prophetic protest songs of the 60s, a Canadian folk singer-guitarist who's in a league of his own, and also a classic song from a music group that came out of Calvary Chapel's Maranatha Music Ministry. And as a real surprise, who do you think they had playing piano? But first, now there's a passage in the Bible that reads, The only condition is that you fully believe in the truth, standing in it steadfast and firm, strong in the Lord, convinced of the good news that Jesus died for you. That's from Colossians 1.23. And it was quoted on the back of One Truth's first self-titled LP back in the days of vinyl recording. The group was made up of six young men from Arcadia Community Church in Arcadia, California. Released in 1976 on the Sunrise Mercantile label, this is the song Reason to Rejoice on Full Circle, where it all began.
From a very early Jesus music release from One Truth, Reason to Rejoice, on Full Circle. Well, in 1981, Russ Taff left the Imperials for a solo career, and Paul Smith was hired as his replacement. Now, Smith sounded a lot like Russ, even more modern-looking and handsome, they say, which provided him with no shortage of young female fans. He debuted with the group on the 1982 album, Stand by the Power. Now, Paul had a highly recognizable voice in contemporary Christian music in the 80s with the Imperials, and then in the 90s with five solo projects and seven number one radio hits, including Back to Who I Am and Unimportant Things. The project contained the easy rolling soft rock sound found on earlier recordings, but listeners also discovered a fresh, somewhat inspirational flavor that Paul had always had a musical leaning toward, but never recorded. Here's the Imperials, with lead vocals done by Paul Smith. And when we come back, I'm going to give you a history lesson as to why we call this Jesus music. But don't worry, when you take the test, I'll grade on the curve.
The Promised Land. The Imperials and Paul Smith on lead vocal. Although still active in concert ministry throughout the United States, Paul has served as a worship pastor at the First Baptist Church, Colleyville, Texas, one of the fastest growing churches in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex over the last five years. He continues to minister to his generation as well as to new ones and supports ministries around the world with his music. Well, if you've just tuned in to our Jesus Music Oldie show, I'm about to give you a little history as to why we call it Jesus Music and how it influenced today's CCM. Now, Jesus Music, also known as Gospel Beat Music in the United Kingdom, was a style of Christian music which originated on the West Coast of the United States in the late 60s and early 70s as part of the Jesus Movement before the Christian music industry began to take form. Jesus music primarily began when some hippie street musicians converted to Christianity. These musicians continued playing the same styles of music, though they infused their lyrics with a Christian message. Now, many bands developed out of this, and some became leaders within the Jesus movement. Most notably, Barry Maguire, Love Song, Second Chapter of Acts, Larry Norman, Randy Matthews, Andre Crouch, and the Disciples, and later Keith Green. In the UK, Malcolm and Alwyn were the most notable agents of the gospel beat. Now, much of the music manifested itself in folk music and folk rock, with groups like Children of the Day, Paul Clark, John Fisher, Nancy Honeytree, Mark Hurd. But it also encompassed soft rock, Bill Kagey, Randy Stonehill, Pat Terry, R&B, Andre Crouch and the Disciples, soul music, jazz and fusion, Sweet Comfort Band, country rock, or California rock with bands like The Way, Daniel Amos, Mustard Seed Faith, and hard rock with groups like Resurrection Band, Agape, Servant, Petra, and the all-saved Freak Band, and all forms in between. American churches largely rejected these artists at the time, unable to see the difference between their music and the music of the mainstream or secular artist of the day. Many within the church felt that the message was being lost because of the worldly musical style. Some Jesus music artists responded by quoting 16th century reformer Martin Luther. Why should the devil have all the good music? It was in 1972 when I started my first Jesus music radio show, Jesus Solid Rock. And I can still remember the phone calls and letters I received from well-intended Christians rebuking me for playing the devil's music. By 1973, Jesus Music was receiving enough attention inside the mainstream media that an entire industry began to emerge. By the mid-70s, the phrase contemporary Christian music had been coined, developing directly out of Jesus Music, and Christian music magazines, radio stations, record labels had begun to emerge around the country. Although many of the early Jesus Music artists were quickly snatched up by large record labels, Many of these artists also became very critical of the industry itself, fearing that the focus was on making money, not on the Christian message, or the making of good music. So if you want to find out more, please visit my website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. You'll find archives of my past shows. You can check out some of our history 
And you can visit our online music store and find out where to get some hard-to-find Jesus music releases. And this week, tell your friends about the show and where to find us on the web. Well, there's a guy who played early Jesus music who was a master of both lyric and instrument, and he's not from the good old USA. Canadian folk singer-guitarist Bruce Coburn's songwriting gives a hint of spiritual transformation of sorts. His early work showcased his exemplary acoustic guitar prowess, bringing a meditative quality to his unique stylings of the simple folk medium. Now, in later years, he expanded into a fusion of folk, rock, and jazz. Over the years, and almost 30 albums to his name, Bruce has written some of the most poetic expressions of the Christian faith. His sometimes mysterious observations about life are always pointed and thought-provoking. Some highlights include All the Diamonds in the World, Creation Dream, Wondering Where the Lions Are, and our next song from his 1976 LP, In the Falling Dark. Here's Bruce Coburn with Lord of the Starfields, and next, a musician that was part of Bob Dylan's Rolling Thunder Review on Full Circle. Where it all began. Lord of the Starfields, ancient of days, universe maker. Here's a song in your praise. Wings of the storm.
Bruce Coburn with Lord of the Starfields on Full Circle. Global Advance is a missions ministry with a 16-year track record of giving vital training and resources to pastors and church leaders in some of the world's most destitute nations. You can have a part in touching leaders and changing nations by partnering with Global Advance. Find out more about this cutting-edge missions outreach online at www.globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. Because you can make a world of difference. Full Circle. circle. Thanks for staying tuned to Full Circle. We're coming up, we'll play a song that shocked America with its prophetic message. As one of the founding members of the Alpha Band, a trio of musicians who were part of Bob Dylan's Rolling Thunder Review, T-Bone Burnett is considered by many an artist's artist, a songwriter's songwriter, and a producer's producer. His first record for a small folk label had nothing to do with anything going on musically in 1980. The album was a success, but T-Bone was also a one-man counterculture. The songs were open without being overly sentimental, skeptical without being cynical, and funny without being cruel. Our feature track was recorded in a garage and done in one take the day it was written. It sounds as if it could have been from a 19th century prayer book performed by Hank Williams. From the album Truth, here's T-Bone Burnett and the power of love.
T-Bone Burnett, who after such a great start continues to be successful in his music producing, including soundtracks on the movie hit of 2000, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood, and Tom Hanks, The Lady Killers. Well, this is Full Circle, where it all began, and in 1965, Barry Maguire shocked America with Eve of Destruction, a controversial protest song that was banned in some cities because of its violent lyrics. Barry said, I thought that the song was truth. It was just a bunch of newspaper headlines set to music. Let's recall that memory. Here's Barry Maguire and Eve of Destruction. And as you listen to the lyrics, see what you think. How relevant are the lyrics today? The Eastern world, it is exploding. Violence flaring, bullets loading. You're old enough to kill, but not for voting. You don't believe in war, but what's that gun you're toting? And even the Jordan River has bodies floating. But you tell me over and over and over again, my friend. I you don't believe we're on the eve of destruction Don't you understand what I'm trying to say Can't you feel the fears I'm feeling today If the button is pushed there's no running away There'll be no one to save With the world in a grave Take a look around you, boy It's bound to scare you, boy And you tell me Over and over And over again My friend I don't believe We're on the eve Of destruction Yeah, my blood's so mad, feels like coagulating. I'm sitting here just contemplating. I can't twist the truth, it knows no regulation. Handful of senators don't pass legislation. And marches alone can't bring integration. When human respect is disintegrating, this whole crazy world is just too frustrating. And you Tell me over and over and over again, my friend I don't believe we're on the eve of destruction Think of all the hate there is in Red China Then take a look around to Selma, Alabama uh, You may leave here For four days in space But when you return It's the same old place The pounding of the drums The pride and disgrace You can bury your dead But don't leave a trace Hate your next door neighbor But don't forget to say grace And tell me Over and over and over and over again you don't believe we're on the eve of destruction No, no, you don't believe we're on the eve of destruction
relevant than even when it was written. Eve of Destruction and Barry Maguire on Full Circle. You know, Barry was not a Christian when he recorded that song, but one day in 1970, walking down a Hollywood street, he was encountered by someone on the street who told him, Jesus is coming back. He wanted nothing to do with the Jesus freak, but everywhere he went from that point on, he was confronted with the name of Jesus Christ. And although he was 35 years old, he had never even read the New Testament. Now, there's more to this classic story of how God encountered Barry, along with all of us, in those early Jesus movement days. One day, Barry saw a copy of Good News for Modern Man at a friend's house. He took it home to read it, not knowing it was a modern translation of the New Testament. It blew me away, he said. I discovered the truth I'd been looking for for so many years. It was Jesus. And within a few weeks, he dissolved his recording contracts with his record label, and he was fellowshipping and studying with the Agape Force, where we were classmates at the Agape Ranch in Lindell, Texas. Barry's first album of Christian music came out in 1973. His Eve of Destruction had become a dawn of new life. His Jesus music would ultimately inspire millions of adults and children. Barry recalled something his grandmother had told him, something he's never forgotten. He was probably about five, maybe six years old. She used to take care of him during the day when his mom worked. And one day she said, You know, Barry, one day when you grow up, you're going to know the truth. And the truth is going to set you free. Now he said later, I didn't know that came out of the Bible. I didn't even know there was a Bible. I was just a little kid. My grandmother told me that. And I knew she loved me. And boy, I knew I loved her. And when I grew up, sure enough, I wanted to be free. I... I mean, who doesn't want to be free? And certainly, a lie has never set anyone free. So if anything was going to set me free, it had to be the truth. And everything that Jesus had to say, as I put it to the test against what I knew to be true through my own life experience, couldn't find anything wrong with his words. There's no double meaning, no hidden agenda. It was all out front. And then he said 13 words... 13 words that changed my life because I saw this was the answer to my personal eve of destruction. He said, love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. How simple can it get? And I realized that if all of us in the whole world lived according to those simple instructions, those two simple instructions, I don't care what your concept of God is, you could be a Buddhist, you could be a Baha'i, you could, well, you know, whatever it is. You could be a Christian. And just your concept of God, loving God with all your heart, loving your neighbors yourself. And our world would change. How simple can it get? We wouldn't need a police force anymore. We wouldn't need armies and navies and prisons and welfare systems. We wouldn't need lawyers and politicians. Two simple pieces of instruction. Love God with all my heart and love my neighbors myself. And I wanted to be like Jesus. I thought, man, this is my guy. And so I just opened my heart and let him give me his peace. Here's Barry McGuire and peace on Full Circle, where it all began. Sometimes when I'm thinking, just kind of halfway sleeping. One thought is always the same. Song. 
With the second chapter of Acts, doing the background, that's Barry McGuire and Peace. On Full Circle, where we're looking back to the beginnings of today's CCM. The Hallelujah Joy Band. Now there's an original name. The HJB hailed from Shawnee Mission, Kansas. 
and consisted of five young men doing laid-back, electric, hippie country rock, sounding at times like the grateful you-know-who. To all there comes a time is a song of invitation to accept Jesus as your personal Savior and Lord, something that was very common in Jesus' music in the 1970s. It was unusual if a Christian man didn't have some sort of altar call song in their repertoire, unlike later in the 80s and 90s. So, let's turn our hearts and ears for a little while back to 1973. For their only LP released on the Creative Sound label, this is the Hallelujah Joy Band. Joy Band. And we'll be back in a moment with an early Maranatha music group that featured on piano someone who went on to become the best known Jesus music artist 
of his time. Global Advance is a missions ministry with a 16-year track record of giving vital training and resources to pastors and church leaders in some of the world's most destitute nations. You can have a part in touching leaders and changing nations by partnering with Global Advance. Find out more about this cutting-edge missions outreach online at www.globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. Because you can make a world of difference. Full circle. We're back. Say, I have a personal question for you. What do you think of the Full Circle Show? If you're new to CCM, we're helping you to discover the rich heritage of today's contemporary Christian music as we play some of the early Jesus music where it all began. And for some of you, just hearing some of the old songs have brought back some sweet memories. Would you write me this week? Let me know you're listening. My email address is info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Or you can drop a line to Full Circle, Post Office Box 17967, Nashville, Tennessee, 37217. That's Post Office Box 17967, Nashville, Tennessee, 37217. As with several of the music groups to come out of Calvary Chapel's Maranatha Music Ministry, the band Good News was an early proving ground for some excellent musical talent. Original members Eric Nelson, Bill Batstone, and Bob Carlisle would go on with musical careers in CCM after they disbanded in 1977. Most notably, however, was the inclusion of Keith Green on piano on this next selection, an early song that Keith and his wife Melody composed after their salvation and becoming completely grounded in the Christian faith. Most notably, however, was the inclusion of Keith Green on piano on this next selection, an early song that Keith and his wife Melody composed after their salvation and becoming completely grounded in the Christian faith. Keith would later do a version of this song on his own solo album, but this is the original version of Run to the End of the Highway. Here's good news on Full Circle.
run to the end of the highway, recalling some memories with good news on Full Circle. Well, you may not have heard anything from this next guy for a while, but David Meese has enjoyed moderate success during the mid-80s and 90s as a pioneer in early CCM. Growing up in humble Texas with an abusive alcoholic father, David found solace in playing the piano. And by his mid-teens, he was touring in Europe and in the USA. Went on to study music at the Peabody Conservatory of Music, where he met his wife, Debbie, who plays viola. He's written many powerful ballads, like the next one. Do you know the reason that Jesus came to earth and died? It's an amazing truth. And David tells it so well, reminding us that we, we are the reason that he came. As little children, we would dream of Christmas morn And all the gifts and toys we knew we'd find But we never realized a baby born one blessed night
And the amazing truth is, if you were the only man or the only woman in the whole wide world, Jesus would have done it just for you. He's crazy about you. He loves you so much that he gave his life for you. And that's good news. That's amazing love. Stay tuned because after the break, I have one more song with a group whose first lead singer went on to become a Dove Award winning contemporary Christian music artist who not only gave us some classic songs and hymns over the years, but continues to write and perform in many children's albums and videos. Global Advance is a missions ministry with a 16-year track record of giving vital training and resources to pastors and church leaders in some of the world's most destitute nations. You can have a part in touching leaders and changing nations by partnering with Global Advance. Find out more about this cutting-edge missions outreach online at www.globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. Because you can make a world of difference. Full circle. We're getting close to the end of the show again, but time for one more song from a group that was known for excellence in performance and memorable recordings. And their first lead vocalist was a guy whose music has been honored with Four Grammy nominations, 13 number one songs, seven double awards, Christian Music's highest honor, with 23 recordings to his credit, including children's projects and Spanish-language albums. Steve Green has sold over three million albums worldwide. From their very first album in 1982, here's Whiteheart and Carry On with their first lead vocalist, Steve Green. On Full Circle, Where It All Began.
Whiteheart on Full Circle. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circle is recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum. Engineered by Chris Shannon. Full Circle is a global advance in a JSR production.